Welcome to episode three of my podcast, uh, Footnotes from a Madman. I'm the Madman. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just angry. I don't know if I'm crazy. I don't know. We'll find out. So, episode three already. It's interesting that I've thought about doing a podcast for many years and I thought well people won't listen because I don't have anything really to talk about I'm still not sure I have anything to talk about but yet I have a long list of things that I could talk about so it's kind of funny <laughs> um, talked a little bit about politics my first episode talked to about camping and ATV riding last episode. Our presidential election is finally complete. Today is uh, November 7th, 2020. <clears throat> Looking at the computer and they're saying Joe Biden has won. It's amazing to me that he won. Just watching the debates and things, uh, it's going to be uh, very, uh, I say interesting, I say weird and crazy, I say crazy a lot. It is going to be an interesting four years. Um, I was thinking that I needed a new TV and that as soon as the election was done, I could go out and riot and loot and get a new TV. Uh, but being a Republican, we don't do that shit. So uh, I guess I'm just going to have to save up for a new TV. <laughs> totally kidding. I don't need a new TV. Sorry. I thought that was funny. Anyways, I was just finishing up my finances, paying the bills for the week. Uh, having a good time with that. We... Uh, used or been following Dave Ramsey's uh, teachings for finances and it's working out very very well I have to say um, if you don't know uh, about Dave Ramsey or his seven um, baby steps you really need to look into it um, let me bring it up here really quick the seven baby steps are to um, save up a thousand dollars that's what you're gonna do first of all uh, your first step is to save a thousand dollars that's an emergency fund and um, that helps you kind of uh, get by for any um, unexpected emergencies. Um, life events that you can't help, your car breaks down, you need, you know, whatever. You, if, if your car is an expensive vehicle, um, you know, it's just, it's mainly going to help, but... Um, that $1,000 just gives you a little bit of a cushion, um, and it, it just helps you um, 
just feel better about where you are. Um, baby step two is paying off all your debt except for your except for your house, and you want to snowball the debt. So, just take the the um, debt that is the lowest, the smallest amount that you owe, uh, not the lowest interest, um, because the lowest interest could be the highest amount. And as you're working along, trying to pay things off, then um, you'll get kind of bored. You'll, you won't see the progress that you want to see. Um, there's a reason for paying off the lowest one. You can get a quick win. Um, let's say you have, uh, I don't know, I'm going to go with Sears because everybody has a Sears card. <laughs> um, if you owe four, 500 bucks to Sears, uh, that would be the first debt that you would pay off. I mean, assuming it's your lowest, I'm going to assume that that's a lot of people's lowest debt would be $500. Um, and so you make payments just towards that. You make the minimum payment to all the other debt, to all the other bills that are coming, you make the minimum payment and to this fictitious $500 Sears card, you are going to pay everything you can towards it. Um, <clears throat> if you don't have extra money, you're going to get extra money. You have to figure out how to get extra money. If that's working a part-time job, whatever you have to do, you're, you're going to, like Dave likes to say, uh, you're going to deliver pizzas, uh, drive for Uber, drive for Lyft, drive for Grubhub, um, you know, whatever you got to do, sell things. He likes to talk about that. Selling stuff to get your first thousand emergency fund. Um, selling things, just sell stuff. You have you have too much stuff. If you're an American, you have too much stuff. Sell it. Sell, sell, sell. Start paying off um, all of your, your debt. Um, so throw it towards this first debt. When... When that gets paid off, everything that you were sending to this fictitious Sears card, you now send to your next debt. Um, I don't know. Let's say it's a, you still owe $3,000 on your car. All right. So now everything, you're going to be paying the minimum towards all the other debt. The minimum that you're paying, paying for your car plus the amount that you were sending to your Sears card. All of that is now going to your car. And you're going to pay that off. And then your next step would be um, a student loan. You owe, you know, fifteen or 20000 on your student loan. And so... When you pay off your car, um, everything that you were sending for your car payment is now going to go towards your student loan. So you have the minimum that you were sending to the student loan plus everything that you were sending to your car payment. So let's say you were sending 100 bucks a month 
to Sears plus all your minimum. Okay, so once the Sears is paid off, that $100 is now going to transfer over to your car. You were paying, you know, $300 a month minimum for your car. Well, now you're going to have that 400 that other 100 from the Sears, so now you're going to be paying $400 a month for your car. Once your car is paid off, let's say you were sending $600 a month to your student loan. Now it's 600 plus the 400. Now you're sending $1,000 a month to your student loan. So you can see how quickly um, snowballing your your debt um, pays things off, you know, very fast, and <clears throat> not focusing on the uh, interest rate because you know if if your student loan was your lowest interest rate and you owed twenty thousand on it, it's going to take you a long time to pay that off, and you're just going to lose the momentum that you need. Um, the third step, you're going to save three to six months of expenses. So it's not necessarily um, your income. It's not three to six months of income. It is three to six months of expenses. That's going to be added to your $1,000 emergency fund. So <clears throat> you start, once all of your debt is is paid, except for your house, we're not putting money towards your house right now, if you're in a house. Um, if you're not in a house, then eventually you'll start saving for a house. That'll be a, a couple of steps down. But you're going to save three to six months of expenses after all of your um, consumer debt is paid off. So then, um, you know, if you basically that's going to be your utility bills, um, you know, gas that you put in your car, you're going to plan all, you know, plan on different things that are going to be a part of this. So all your utility bills, your gas for your vehicle, possibly. Um, if you're going to do some minimal maintenance on a regular basis, you might want to include that. Um, and then, you know, food, what have you. Bas basically, what you're saying is, if I lost my job for six months, these are my normal expenses. Um, and that way, there'd be no surprises for you. You know that if you lost your job, you would be okay for six months. That gives you a nice cushion to get another job, get back on your feet. You're living on your um, emergency fund until you get your job, and then now you can live on that money and then replenish your emergency fund. So that's baby step three. It's three to six months. I prefer six months of expenses. Maybe step four, once you get your your six months or three to six months of emergency, maybe step four is that you start investing 
15% into your uh, retirement through your job. Um, Or you can invest in a Roth IRA uh, if if your job doesn't have any kind of retirement plan. Then you want to get a Roth IRA going. Um, One thing that I did not mention early on is that uh, if your job um, does have a retirement account, you want to um, stop contributing to that for a brief time, and that will increase your take-home pay for a little bit, which will help you in your debt snowball um, paying things off even quicker if you get to keep that extra 10 or 12 or 15% that you were initially putting towards your retirement, um, go ahead and stop that for a little bit. Um, It's going to be, how long is it going to take you to pay off your debt? Two years, a year or two years, Um, 18 months, depending on how much debt you have and how hard you, you hit it. Um, so you're not going to be start stopping your retirement for for that long. Um, so put a hold on your retirement until your debt snowball is complete, your emergency fund is complete, and now invest 15% of your household income in your retirement. Um, my wife and I currently invest about 18%. Um, and we like that number. Whenever she gets a raise, she just adds it to her uh, retirement. So in the next couple of years, she'll be up to 20%. Um, and that's most likely where I'm going to max out. And I'm going to suggest that she maxes out there. And we put a little bit of money into a Roth IRA. Um, and so, you know, we're... We're in our mid-50s, and her and I together, um, you know, we've got a little over a million dollars in our retirement account, and that's just plodding, plugging away, putting money, you know, we didn't we didn't come across Dave Ramsey until um, a guy I work with at work uh, told me about him, so I've only been doing things the Dave Ramsey way, quote-unquote, for about three years, maybe five, closer to five years, five years. Um, But I knew from the very beginning to uh, invest for my retirement. So I've been investing since, and my wife also, since we were about 25. Uh, It makes a difference, you know. Um, so we're going to retire fairly uh, comfortably. So um, just put that money away. Put it away in your retirement. Um, 15%. All right. So that's where you're going to be at baby step four. Baby step five, uh, if you don't have children yet, if you're married, don't have children, if you're single and you're not married, you plan on having children, so on and so forth, um, start saving for their college fund. Um, you can get um, a 529 
college savings plan or an education savings account. One of the things that I'm not sure about, well, let me back step, but my kids are in their late 20s now. And so my wife and I had not saved for their college fund. We cash flowed what we could. We took out student loans for the other. Um, we just paid for college as we had to. Um, it would really benefit you to have a college savings plan or an education savings account uh, for your children that you put into regularly. Now, having said what I had said, I don't, to, to this point, I do not know if you can set up an ESA or a college savings plan if your children are not born yet. Um, I don't know if, if it has to be in their name for them to be able to use the money or if you do it in your name and then take out the money and give it to them. So read up on it. Um, get familiar with it. As I talk about finances and Dave Ramsey and things more, um, I will have more information. We'll, we'll learn about children's college funds as we go. We'll learn it together. But anyway, so step five. Uh, save for your children's college fund. Um, step six now is pay off your home early. So if you already have a home loan, now you're going to start just dumping money towards your home as much as you can. You've got your 15% in your retirement. You're saving for your children's college fund. Um, you're eating. You're paying your bills. Uh, or your uh, utilities you're making sure your lights are on you're making sure you're feeding your family now you're going to put as much as you can towards your home if you don't have a home you're going to be putting as much as you can towards buying a home um, I guess the nice part is is that if you don't ever want to own a home that's totally up to you um I think that owning property is a good idea. Having assets uh, like property um, is a good idea. And um, if you save up here in California, property is expensive, but the further you move out from LA or, or San Francisco or San Diego, you get away from those areas and you can still get a home for under 500,000 um you know you're still look you're looking at 300s or whatever but if you are saving for your home and you're putting a good chunk of money away you could say in 8 or 10 years you would have um complete cash you'd have enough cash to buy a house um and that's that would be the goal is for you to completely pay cash for the house um, and it's possible to do it uh, it takes some discipline it takes some time um, so if you were to start this whole 
process from start to finish. You could pay off all of your debt. You could fund your college, your children's college education. Now that one's ongoing, but you start funding your children's education. You start saving for your retirement and you save for a house and in I'm gonna say 10 years 10 years you are debt-free you buy a house for cash and now you're just going to start building wealth you know you're going to um, be putting more money away you're going to um, that's step seven you're going to build wealth and you're going to and you're going to give there's only a few things that you can do with money you can save it you can spend it you can give it away um saving is basically saving it into any account or um investing it those are basically the same thing um for this brief uh, explanation so you can save it, you can spend it, you can just buy stuff, go on vacations, just spend that money, or you can give it away. Uh, those are the only three things that you can do with money. Um, and so you decide how much or what percentage of whatever you're bringing in every month or every week or whenever you get paid, you decide, you get to decide what you're going to do with that money and i you know as with dave ramsey when you listen to him he suggests that you do all three of those things you save money you spend money and you give money um you should always be willing to give your time um but you should give money and so you decide of those three things what percentage of your income is going to go to each one of those each month? It doesn't have to be one third. Um, if you want to put fifty percent towards building wealth and twenty-five to give and twenty-five to spend, that's up to you. If you want to save sixty and spend twenty and give twenty, you can do that too. This is the point where you get to decide what you want to do with your money nobody else gets to tell you what you have to do with your money um, you're not worried about losing your house because you can't make the payment you're not you, you're just stress-free um, and it all begins with the first baby step that is just saving thousand dollars that's how you get started and once you do that you start paying off your your debt even paying off your debt being debt-free man that's a, a great feeling just knowing that all that stress is off of you just being in a, such a better position and then you save six months of expenses um you know my my wife and i have two houses and so we 
and they're both paid off following Dave's Dave's example here and trust me we we paid we we spent a good couple of years paying a lot of extra money towards the houses so you know it's not luck I would never say somebody's lucky to have two houses the you know people work hard to be where they're at and I don't ever take things like that away from people but <clears throat> my point was that you know we're going to set up emergency funds for each house so that if there's you know a, a new roof needed or air conditioning goes out or you know there's a flood and there's just major repairs all of that is covered with the cash that we've saved so <clears throat> it is so refreshing and so stress-free um, it's I I can't find the words to explain to you how good it feels to be in a position that you don't have to worry if something's going to break um, you know just and and for many of you that could be the thousand dollars starter emergency fund when you get that thousand dollars you start thinking this is good my if my, I need tires for my car I could get them and you know if the alternator goes out I could put in a new alternator these things are what you consider emergencies that that's what your fund is for mm. knowing that you have that cushion it is so exceptionally awesome <laughs> you just you don't know until you have it how great it feels to be in that position so anyways that's um, what we have been uh, doing for a while I've read Dave Ramsey's books The Total Money Makeover um, the I don't recall what his second book was but and then he's got the Legacy Journey um, books or book that talks about once you've once you you've gotten out of all this debt um you know what do you do uh, with your money and so it's kind of an inspirational thing um so it's the total money makeover the complete guide to money and then the legacy journey so i would encourage you and i don't work for dave ramsey uh, I don't he doesn't sponsor me uh, anything like that um, and who knows he may not even like me talking about him but anyways his books are 10 bucks um, at the uh, com, and you go into the online store he's got several books um, I will tell you one of the things that 
he talks about is having a budget. My wife and I are terrible at creating a budget. He talks about a zero budget. Um, We do it a different way. We, We make sure that, you know, our money covers things and, you know, we just kind of, we don't call it a budget. The budget is a four-letter word in our family. Um, And so we don't budget, but we know where our money's going. We know how much we're going to be spending on particular things. We plan on that out of our paychecks. So we know where our money's going. We refuse to call it a budget, but we know exactly what our bills are. We know when they're due. We know what's coming. We know what's going. Um, and we know what's covered. So, um, but we refuse to call that a budget. <laughs> call it what you want. Don't call it a budget test. Dang it. Um, so he does talk about a budget. There are there are a lot of things that um there are a lot of books that he's got in here. There's some uh, specifically for women, there's some specifically for owning your own business. Um he's got budgeting tools, the every dollar app that you can get on your phone. There's there's um and that's free. Um he's got he's got some good stuff and um, we don't do everything Dave Ramsey way, you know. I'm I'm not sure that he would be pushing for me. I'm I went back to school this year to get my master's degree. I'm 55. You could say, why? Why are you doing that? And that's just something that I've I've wanted to do for the past couple of years and. So I decided I'm going to do it. Um, And we didn't have the cash to do it. Uh, We were either going to put it on a credit card and pay it off or take student loans. So we decided to take student loans because we don't have to pay interest on that right now. And we can pay it down as as we go. Um, And we... And we're okay with that. So we don't do everything exactly how Dave Ramsey teaches. Um, We use a credit card to get miles, get um, travel benefits. We absolutely pay it off to the penny every month. There is a zero balance. In fact, every... Um, every two weeks I, we get paid every two weeks and so every two weeks we actually uh, pay off the credit card Dave Ramsey um, I don't know if he'd have to throw a fit but it's just not something that he would like or appreciate and you know what everybody does their life the way they do it um, and that's why you know, he will tell you that. He's like, hey, it's your life. I'm just telling you, I wouldn't do it if I were you. And so my mine and my wife's feeling is that if you're diligent, 
with things that you can do certain things that will benefit you when you have the cash to take care of it so when we get paid every two weeks we have the cash to reimburse or re- or recover the credit card back to zero so we're okay with that and we actually do get travel benefits from that and we like that so um you know that's we deviate from Dave a little bit but he's been instrumental to us um really being in the position that we're in right now As far as our retirement funds go, good mutual funds are important. It's difficult, depending on who your employer is, it can be difficult to find good uh, funds in your retirement account. Uh, My Funds are pretty limited. I don't have access to Fidelity or a couple of these other um, gold standard ones. Um, I have I work for a a smaller uh, type of business. I work for a hospital, um, Loma Linda Children's Hospital. They're in the Adventist Healthcare System, which is only a few hospitals um, and that is considered kind of a small business really compared to some businesses out there and they really narrow down their mutual funds based on kind of some moral uh, type of guidelines um, they don't they won't open up or go into funds that do particular things that don't fit in with their religious uh, beliefs and so um, you know the the mutual funds can be fairly limiting I have been able to find some of the funds that are really ma- being maximized right now. I'm easily getting um, 10% return, which is something that Dave Ramsey talks about. If you are not in a mutual fund that's returning 10%, you need to get out of it. Get out of it now. Um, that's huge for your retirement if you can get into something that's returning you at least 10% a year with inflation at 5% you you have to have 10% or more um and that's what's going to build up your cash reserves i wouldn't plan on social security covering for you Although, I have to say, um, now that we have 
a Democrat back in the Oval Office, uh, Social Security will be saved. Um, He will be willing to spend every single dollar that we make to make sure of it. (laughs) So... You know, that's if you want to plan on Social Security being there, I guess you you might be able to. Um, it's going to wax and wane depending on who's in office. But I think that the Democrats will attempt to make sure that your last dollar will pay for somebody's retirement. So maybe we can always count on that as long as there's enough people working to pay for it. But I would suggest that you try to plan for your future and get yourself a retirement fund going and uh, get into mutual funds that are making at least 10% uh, a year. Um, Get you need to save money. Save money is it's creates that cushion, creates uh, the good feelings that that people need to have. So um, get a savings account, get get some money saved, um, and then start saving for your for your home. Uh, home ownership can be it's not for everybody. Um, not everybody wants to own a home and I get it, you know, the, the nice thing about owning a home is that once you have it, then all you're paying for the rest of your ownership years is your property tax. You know, you're going to pay electricity, you're going to pay water, you're going to pay sewage, you're going to pay whatever, no matter where you live. You're going to have these utility payments no matter where you live. Um, And so our property tax here is, um, how much was it? It's going to be about $3,500 for the year. So that's basically my rent for the the whole entire year is $3,500. You divide that by 12 and... What do you got? Twelve, twenty-four, thirty-six. So let's say I'm paying about three hundred dollars a month for rent to live in a house. Um, it makes sense to save for and get into a house. Um, you know, if if you travel all the time and you're never home, um, you know, everybody's life is a little bit different, and you you. There, there may be reasons for you to not have a house right now, and I get it. But ultimately, it should be the goal to get into a house because it's in the long run, it's going to save you money. Um, and there's maintenance. There, There's no question about that. There is going to be maintenance. There's things that you have to take care of. Whereas if you're renting an apartment or renting a house... Somebody else has to take care of that for you. Um, so I see the benefit of uh, renting for some people. Um, but I think the 
the vast majority of people are really going to benefit from owning a house in the long term. Um, I think right now, the interest rates are super low. It would be... I mean, that's... If I'm going to talk about Dave Ramsey still, he would tell you don't finance a house. I get it. Or, um, you know, get a huge down payment and then um, get a 15-year loan uh, and then dump as much money as you can um, towards that payment. Um, so, anyways, I think that I'm talked out on my uh, financial fun for today. We will see what happens um, with our new president. We'll see how that affects um, people's retirement funds and the stock market and things like that. Um, the nice part is is that I it doesn't matter to me what happens with the housing market. It doesn't matter to me what happens with um, home loans, um, you know, property tax. I would really appreciate it if they didn't increase them, but they might, you know. Um, I get it, they might. But there's so many things being in the position that I, that we've gotten ourselves to we're, there's few things that are really going to bother us financially. So I would encourage you to work on these Dave Ramsey's baby steps. Um, look up Dave Ramsey. Go to YouTube and look up Dave Ramsey. Go to DaveRamsey.com. Get his books. Get his, you know, he listen to his podcast. Um just get yourself immersed in Dave Ramsey. I would tell you do not deviate from the first couple of steps at all. You're not you're not going to benefit yourself from deviating from those steps. Um, but after you get yourself in a better position, you can start analyzing what works for you the best. So um, get your $1,000 saved, snowball your debt and get it paid off. Um, follow Dave Ramsey again. I'm not, you know, Dave Ramsey doesn't sponsor me. He doesn't, I don't even think he knows I exist, but that's okay. He benefited me, um, and my family. So I, you know, I'm very grateful that he has this knowledge and this system that he's willing to put out there for free. The books obviously aren't free, but the information on how to, to pay off your debt is free. So look it up. Get in touch with it. You know, um, you can always email him or call his show. You can find me on Instagram uh, or, or uh, you know, you can just send out messages. People will... will respond to you so um, with that I'm going to bid you a good day